You're listening to Big Wigs. The bigger the wig, the bigger the personality. Ooh, stunning. Hey, Tom. Miranda? Oh, I thought I saw Miranda. Look at that, babe. It's Big Wigs. You're doing amazing, sweetie. Look at Big Ribs and Big Wigs. And we're back. Big Wig babies. We are here. I don't know what I'm saying. Hello, hello. We are in multiple cities across the country, but we are bringing you an episode live on this Thursday. It feels live, you know? It feels it feels live. We're not live, but hi, Dre. It feels Welcome live. Welcome back. Hey, Anna. I like how you said baby big wigs. <laughs> big wig babies. Big wig babies. I like that. That's how yeah. I feel. I feel like a big baby today. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a pacifier and a glass of milk. Yeah, Why do you feel like a baby? What's nice. going on? I met my parents, so I am a baby. You know, you just when you revert go home, back to baby. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Everyone knows that, right? When you go home, like they complain about you, like you're a teenager, and then you start just morphing into teenage version of you where they're where like you're like, Oh my God, I live at home now. I'm I'm a baby again. I'm a child. I, and they and they have give to me cater $20 to all my needs. To to the, yeah. Give me twenty dollars. I gotta go to the mall, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my God, That's remember the best, when $20 was actually like okay to go to the mall? I don't even think you could park for $20 at the mall. Like, remember it when got they were like so far? Yeah, you could do three different activities with $20. Oh my God, I would show up at like the food court. You could do like a little limited two action. I'd buy like oh, a thong. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, and then like, I don't know. And then you still had room and you still had money left over for like... um. The bulk candy, you know. Yep, you could you could go stop by a movie and even get yourself some candy. Yeah, there was um, you get a giant soda fountain drink. the The opportunities were endless with twenty twenty bucks. When yeah. I saw twenty, when my parents would give me twenty dollars when I was younger, I looked at that and I, I thought it was something. You're rich. Yeah. It was crisp. It was like wow, this is like whoa, yeah, we're rich. I know. And then remember when you discovered there's a fifty, and then you're like, holy damn. Sh- Shit. I was like, this this goes <laughs> higher. Oh my god! The t- first time I saw a hundred dollar bill, I think that was like a momentous moment. I, I looked at that. Yeah, it, it didn't even look real. I was like, this looks like Monopoly money. Like, come on now, I know. this is not real cash. And you feel like you should frame it or something. Like you shouldn't spend it. Like I used to be yeah. like that. Right? I honestly still feel like that. If I get a hundred dollar bill, like I've gotten them, you know, like for a job or something, I did. Yeah. Where there's shady McShaderson, and they're like, here's cash and I'm cash like, only. Yeah. Of- business is this um <laughs> i save it as long as i can like i know people I, who like go to the bank and deposit it i will yeah. save it well you know how you have to keep cash in your wallet now just in case I, you know it's a it's a man thing but well now i'm doing gender roles wait, but wait, really wait, just what you know <laughs> how like, my dad just always had cash my mom never really carried the cash but if we needed like sh- you know small change um to i don't know you're at an arcade or something your dad would always have the cash but I'm learning that now when you're traveling, you don't know what you need. You know, you need like the the, the cash. I'm carrying it around. But sometimes you yeah. got a big bill like a hundred and it hurts for me to break the hundred. I go, I don't, <laughs> I don't, I've only got a hundred dollars left. I don't want to break it. I yeah, want to keep that in my security deposit bank for Save months. For I don't, yeah, I don't want to spend it. I don't want to break it. And then I also hate to be that bitch. It's like, can you break the 100? <laughs> can you have a smile? Yeah, bitch, they have change for a hundred. Okay. I'm acting like. I'm Bill Gates over here. Like I eh. never have cash. I literally never have cash exactly. on me. And you know when there's a minimum at like a bodega or something? Yes. I am that girl who has to hit the minimum. So then I leave with like fucking three bags of chips, yeah. some gum, uh, you know, a couple drinks. And I'm yeah. like, I'm like, I just came here for like literally mm-hmm. a seltzer. 
And here I and am I'm leaving. leaving with a small pharmacy. Yes. With 40 pounds on my back. Yeah. Uh, I'm I should carry cash, but I don't. I don't know. I And I, I don't I don't remember the last time I went to like an ATM. Is that crazy? I used to get cash if it was like cash back. I'd be like, that's yeah. smart. You that's should do smart cash of back. me. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Nope. Anyway, uh, yeah, I'm here in Philadelphia at my parents. What's so funny is I, I've been like, sh- you know, like shooting stories and bullshit around Philly and people are like, you're in Philadelphia. Like as if I'm like traveling here and like I, I wanted know. to be here and no offense, but I didn't want to be <laughs> if here. I wanted to be. Do you have followers that still don't know that you're from Philly? Because y- y- you always got to like reintroduce yourself to the new peeps and we love Probably. them, but it's just you got to redo the whole story. I know. Although, you know, I hope there's a lot of Philly fans out there because I'm going to be doing a show in Philly this fall. So I'm like, oh, I hope people will show up. We'll see. Is this hello? Is this Jewish American prodigy? It is, but it's not an official announcement yet. I got to wait for a ticket link. I got to wait. Maybe next week I'll make the official announcement. This is a this is a dropping. We're dropping breadcrumbs. You know what I'm saying? A little inkling of a hint. Yeah, I I appreciate it. Okay. I mean, this is why people have to come to the podcast for this little. This, we this also have big podcast news too, but we can't we really, do. we can't release really. that either. Yeah, no, we can't. So many secrets, you guys. Wow. I feel actually like I'm in middle school again. <laughs> Me too. And I hated secrets. And we would do the little jingle, which I won't even, yeah. I won't even do for you guys. It's so stupid. Wait, I wanted to tell you one funny thing though. My parents live, I think I've told you they live in old city, Philadelphia, which is literally mm-hmm. like, like where, you know, all the history the, happened. The, the first Liberty post Bell. office, the yeah. Liberty Bell, the first post office, you know, the Constitution Center, the fucking, you know, all all of those places are literally mm-hmm. within five. Like when we walk the dog, it's like right here. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just think it's so funny because there's all these tours and I'm out there braless, like walking my dog. And it's like, you know, I'm in my fucking I wear pajamas out. Like if you have a dog, I think you're allowed. I, I personally believe you're allowed to just go on the street in anything you woke up mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's like a rite of passage. You know what I mean? Like you have a dog, you don't have to get dressed. You just have to walk the dog. So that's me. And there's literally like people in like three point hats, like like being ahoy, like that's they, a pirate. But you know what I mean? They're like they're like you, you welcome know. to old city Philadelphia. Over here is yeah. where the American flag was sewn. And I'm like and I'm like out there picking up shit like in my my boobs are like coming out of my pajamas and I'm like <laughs> Ben Franklin's pointing to you and to your left if you take a gander mm-hmm. we've got the 21st century female walking her dog yeah his house is literally around the corner my dad and I walked through it randomly just because like once recently because we were like going he was like here's a shortcut and the shortcut was through literally- Ben Franklin's house what the walk f- through Ben <laughs> you know dads are oh my god that's such a dad move they try to take you through like the alleys and the shortcuts and it, you just happen to be an old old city philly so you're walking through ben franklin's house yeah it's so random <laughs> um anywho what are we doing <laughs> producer mike says we're both doing james mason impressions for the founding fathers i don't yeah, even know who james mason is but james james marsden Ben Franklin over here. <laughs> That's Steve. <laughs> what does By the, the way, founding father sound like? I thought it was kind of like uh, old English. Honestly, if you told me to do a George Washington impression, I wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even know where to begin. I wouldn't even know. I um, have no idea. I wait, went to the, catch us. Yeah, catch us up. I was gonna say, go ahead. I was in. I'm in Chicago because we have a wedding to go to this coming weekend, and. 
love being in Chicago. Um, Nick's parents are just absolute. I mean, they are just the hostess with the mostest dinner and from, you know, it's it's great. I love being here. I went to the Cubs game and they've been doing incredible. Like they used to be ranked last and now they're getting higher and higher. And they have a guy on their team named Dansby. And I thought, is like, that oh, how we, you're supposed to pronounce it? Dansby. <laughs> you're not, but welcome to Dansby. Doesn't it work? Like on the screen, it was like Dansby. Oh my God. What is his last name? Because it sounds like, oh, Dansby Swanson. Are you kidding me? Like what a name, right? Wow. Yeah. It's a good I name. loved it. So all of Nick's friends and I were just like, you know, yelling, Dansby, make haste. And it just reminded me of the founding fathers. Cause like who names their son Dansby in the 21st century? Am I right? Yeah. People are naming their kids Barbie and Ken now. Like, how funny is that? They're like, names are all Barbie and Ken names are on the rise ever since the movie dropped three weeks ago. I'm like, really? Yeah. (laughs) Were were people just like, we couldn't think of a name. So like, I don't know. That seems pretty like trending right now. It's just like name him Ken. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I think I think Ken is Kenneth. And then you can just shorten it to Ken. But like for Barbie, that's maybe maybe middle name for Barbie. Um, I have to correct myself. Dansby's not on the Cubs. He's on the Atlanta Braves, which is who we played. And clearly I was just getting my my mixed up. You know, I was just staring at. I'm glad you fact checked that like live. I I had to because I is on the Cubs. No, he is on the Cubs. Mike says, I I believe producer Mike over. Okay, wait, he used to be on the Braves and then he transferred to the Cubs. Okay, thank God. Okay, I'm not a complete idiot. I was like, wait a minute. Am I wrong? Um, Dansby's throwing us for a loop. Dansby is confusing us. He's such a trickster. I'll be right back, mom. I'm going to Dansby's house. Like what? (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't trust my daughter for a millisecond. I'd be like, bitch, where are you actually going? Because I know there ain't no kid named Dansby at your school. No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You ain't going to Dansby. Anyway, Dansby was hot. Showed her up. Dansby um, was hot and the game was fun and and we won. I love how like cultured in Chicago you're you're like, I'm becoming a Cubs fan. Like I'm like fully like, here we are at Wrigley Field. I'm like, oh my God. Anna, you know that we're chameleons at heart and we just fully embrace whatever culture we're in. If I went to Philly, bitch, you better believe I would be taking shortcuts through Ben Franklin's house. I would be chilling in Ben Franklin's basement at this point. I and then you fully got to be in theme. I'm totally a Nats fan because I'm DC born and raised. But when I'm at the Cubs game, I'm I'm showing up in those pinstripes. I really? bought a hat. Yeah, I bought a, a fifty dollar hat. Stupid purchase, but it was a dope hat, and I'm gonna wear it. I hope you do. That's great. Yeah. The Phillies. Uh, I'm gonna say something actually controversial for me. Oh. Uh, I don't. I didn't go to the Phillies game. The Phillies had a, a no hit game last night did you see this oh guys uh, sports news here on big Big wigs podcast sports news uh yeah the phillies threw they had a no hit game last night it was like i was gonna say do it in do it it was crazy and i i said to my my dad and jared i said yo what's a no hitter game i was like no one hit what a fucking boring ass baseball game yeah i'm already Already boring sport. Why aren't they hitting the ball? Um, Yo, I don't know about you, but that sounds like a snooze fest. (laughs) I don't want to be nowhere near no no hit game. Apparently, that's like history here. Um, No, yeah, they were like for the first time in in the franchise in the what is it in like the history of the sport. Like it's only happened Mm. like fourteen times or something. Whoa, total. I was like. What does this guy have? Rookie of the year arm? Like magic arm. Yeah. <laughs> he threw every pitch and no one got a hit. 
hundred. They said it was like one hundred and twenty-four pitches. No one hit it. Th- okay, that is Mike. Crazy. Mike says yes. That is crazy. Yeah. So he's so, he's throwing fastballs like hundred mile per hour. Yeah, I think he's new. I think he's new. I think he's rookie of the year. And they're all just like, fuck, like this guy is it. And my dad was like, maybe I'll like root for the Phillies this year. <laughs> like my dad loves baseball, but he was like, probably like, you know, yeah. you don't want to root for the team that always lose. Well, they did. They got far last year, you know, but yeah, yeah, they got to the World Series. But yeah, he was like, maybe I'll root for the Phillies this year. Like maybe I'll actually like watch and go. I was like, oh, wow. He, what Those are know. those are called uh, bandwagon fans. What is that? You know, when somebody it's like only when they're doing good. Do you hop uh, on that bandwagon? That's me. That's full. I'm a bandwagon fan. <laughs> yes. When I heard the Phillies were in the World Series, I was like, mm, I guess we should watch. Right. Should we watch? And, if, and then, you know, by game three, you're like, where are we watching the game tonight? <laughs> the Phillies you turn into on. the biggest fan. Yes. I, I mean, no, baseball fans are really fun. I would say baseball fans and um Soccer fans are fun. It depends Football on... Football fans are psycho, I think. Dude, it gets nuts. It gets a little too nuts. And I don't even know the sport. Like, I, I watch enough... I've watched uh, enough Philly, football to know a little bit, but I don't... Yeah. You you guys are the most crazed fans. Like, Philly really? has the, Notoriously, they're like, oh, when Philadelphia's in town, yeah, watch the fuck out. And also you Bills mean, fans. But Bills Mafia is fun. Like, Buffalo, mm. they're just fun and drunk. But I think Phillies are the ones that get... Uh, they get, like, rough and rowdy. Yeah. Like, they'll straight Eagles, up punch people. Eagles fans are crazy. I actually... Freshman year of college, um, it was Eagles Patriots. because I And I went to school in Boston. And my mom, like, mm-hmm. sent me an Eagles shirt. And I was like, are you trying to get me, like... <laughs> killed literally i was like i can't walk around in an eagles shirt they're gonna That'd fucking maul me in kenmore square and <laughs> i i remember wearing it in the dorms and there was one other like kid on my floor who also had an eagles shirt and he yeah. we were both i was like i was like are we supposed to like be friends or something like i don't know we're the only ones here and then you know by by my senior year it was eagles pa- oh no it was yeah it was eagles patriots again I think. Or was it Patriots? Um, oh, you can't ask me the Giants. Matchup. Whatever. It was. But the Patriots were always in the, you know, Super Bowl. So I was like, well, fuck that. You know, I've lived here oh, long yeah. enough where I can convert now. You know, bandwagon fan. Hello. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to live in Boston for four years. I'm going to become a Patriots fan. Everyone can hate of course. the shit out of me. But my team's going to win, you know. And also mm-hmm. Tom Brady was hot. That was literally how I'd pick. I'd be like, mm, he's cute. I guess I'll root for them every woman d- completely except yeah no i i stick with the uh, i'm the underdog so i'll always go for the underdog team because i think uh nothing's better than a comeback story who is the pa- who nothing's is the better. dc football team well it co- constantly changes we used to be the redskins it was controversial so then they went yes. to the commanders which you know it was giving off-brand superhero vibes like the commanders and now we are just the washington football league which to me is so generic basic Basic. (laughs) the washington football league get out of here get why out of here yeah why couldn't they like i don't know pick another animal or something right like like why they went too hard with the command commando, I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they went commando. Yeah. The Washington I mean, commandos, they wear nothing. Um, now yeah. it's just the Wa- Washington League. Washington Football League. That Why would they name it a league if it's in the NFL? 
Wait, they're the commanders God, now? So now they went back to the commanders? Mike, I can't keep up. I mean, thank God we have our fact checker here, our producer, Mike. It's They were the Washington football team. Oh, not even the league. It was team. See how misinformed I, like, <laughs> I am? I'm somewhere in the ballpark, but I'm not. Well, at least I'm tired enough where I'm buying all of it. I'm like, wow, what weird names, Trey. <laughs> I'm totally with you on that. Wait, Listen, can I whatever say one it thing? Is, it's terrible names. Can you just say one thing you learned today that I taught you? The Schuylkill River is like the Hudson River of Philadelphia. What kind of name? I thought that was um one of those. She goes, what the heck is what the fuck is a Schuylkill? I go, it's the fucking river, girl. It's like where they do crew. Yeah, it sounds to me. I thought it was a, a type of Segway. And so I was imagining some crazy bike apparatus. I was like, Anna is like riding down the street in some unicycle. It's a river. Oh, it's the river. It's, it's, river, the river. The it's like the, the the what's it called art museum sits at the top and then it's like you know the river lighthouse row have you ever heard of lighthouse row no it fill in philly at night like on the river there on the Google, it's like it's like all the um crew houses you know where they keep the oh, boats yeah. and stuff or the clubs mm-hmm. or whatever or the schools and um and they're all they all have like christmas lights on year round and it's called lighthouse row that's cute You'd like it. You like who doesn't love a good Christmas light, right? It's nice. I know. It's nice to drive by and you're like, oh look, there you go. That's it's, that's the houses. It's <laughs> no very warm and welcoming. No one lives in them and they're for the row people. The mm-hmm. the row is but it's uh it's a nostalgic feeling. I like that. Shout out to my friend Rachel Vigiano, who's Rach on the radio. She's Q one oh two. She's a big oh. radio radio personality. Yeah. I grew up on Q one oh two. Q one oh two. Q one oh two and B one oh one. B one oh one. That was yeah. the other one? Oh, okay. So no, but B101's like old school stuff. <laughs> oh. It's yacht rock. <gasps> yeah, it's a little yacht rock. It's a little like, you know, classic rock. It's a mm. 102.9 MGK. That's classic rock. <laughs> 102.9. Classic. You would know the classic rock. I like that. That's all I listen to. <laughs> That's it. <gasps> classic I kid rock. you not. Yeah, I should be uh I should be a radio host for 102.9 MGK. I think they could use my energy, you know? I know all the classic rock songs. I love it. I, I'm sure you do. You can actually radio. You can do radio from home now. I mean, you still have to go into studio at least, but it's definitely a hybrid work situation. So, Hell if anybody yeah. wants to get into radio, you know, I do. It's kind of a plus. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wait, can I ask you um, something? First of all, are you having FOMO like me for not being at the Taylor Swift concert? This is a controversial answer, but uh, no, I am. I am not a Swifty at all. And I see people's stories and I'm like, that's I think it's I think she's such a fun performer. I have just no interest in singing along. I don't. I don't. But um, I, I like everybody's excitement for it. I'm having I guess you call this bandwagon fan syndrome. I'm having mm. I'm having like a moment in my life where I I am like now looking for tickets like at first I was I always liked Taylor Swift and there were certain albums that I like really like liked. I love yeah. 1989. Shout out today. She announced that she's re-recording Taylor Swift 1989 Taylor's version. And I think it's fucking badass that she's just going back and being like all these fucking producers and companies yeah. like made me change it. I didn't want to. I'm just going to do it how I want to do it and re-release mm-hmm. it. And my fans will fucking buy it and listen to oh, it. Oh, they will be buying that. It's all it's empowering. And I think it's empowering for like other people, even in other industries and stuff like reclaim what you want, like do what you want. You know, don't let the don't let the man don't let the patriarchy take you down, even in your art, like just fucking put out what you want to do. She was doing it before the strikes, before Barbie. 
she was taking claim taking back her yeah and what what was hers sticking to it anyway my i don't know what happened in my algorithms but my tiktok my instagram i know i think i know thousands of people who have been at the taylor swift concert especially in la the last few days and i am oh my god la everybody in la yeah I am so jealous. It looks so fun from what they're wearing to it. You would get down with the outfits. You would get into like what you're wearing. I have been watching everybody's OOTDs and their fit checks for the for the concert. That's for sure. And then with the bracelets, I love a good friendship bracelet. I'm like, oh, Mm -hmm. my God, I I love beating a bracelet. I think the whole thing. I don't know. It just hit me the other day. I'm like, you want to go. You want to be a part of this and you're not and you're feeling bad and you're not there. When, what? How did the fad of the friendship bracelet start? Because I always see the fads, but I want to know the origin of the story and I never know it. I don't know if she put it out there. It's like, so you go and you trade your bracelets, which is like a whole fun thing. So like you make bracelets okay. and then you go and you trade them with other Taylor Swift fans. And I don't know anything more than that. <laughs> That's all I know is it's like a whole like, it's a whole like thing. And you know, my friend, she was like, this little girl was like, you don't have to give me one back. You can just take mine. I'm like, oh, what a sweetheart. Like, wow. But then people leave like with camp arm. That's what I call camp yeah. arm. When you have like 4000 bracelets up your arm. And I I want to be that girl. I don't know why it just ha- it just happened for me. I'm like, wait, are you a you're a bigger Swifty than you thought? I, I don't is, if I want to know if anyone else is feeling this way because I, I legit. Oh my God. I think ever, I think so many people are feeling that way. My fr- Sarah Frazier, she had, she had severe FOMO. So she bought herself a ticket and she went to the show. Damn. She's got money. Yeah. I, I looked up those tickets. <laughs> Even to sit behind the stage was oh, like $900. I was like, oh my behind. God. That's, that's where, she, <laughs> that's where she, she could see the corner of it. But then most of it was just ha- like literally she could see half of the stage, half of it behind. They do have a humongous jumbotron in the back of the yeah. stage. But it is like you're like, well, I'm here. I can't even see an inch of Taylor's body, but I'm looking at the Jumbotron. So I'd rather watch at home. Yeah. But you don't get the fun of the the stadium feel. Uh, I did look online. Can I be honest? I looked online. You know, she's going she's doing like her all of her international dates now. L.A. was like the last in the U.S. for a while. She's Uh coming back to the U.S. She's doing Miami, New Orleans. She's doing like a couple cities like in 2024. Uh But I was looking and I'm like, oh, my God, she's going to be in London on my birthday week, like in June. I'm like, do I just like fucking go to Taylor Swift on my birthday in London? Like, like then I have all year to really focus on like the songs and get to know every album, even though I know some albums. Give yourself some time to to relearn all the songs. Yeah. See, aren't you like a a T-Swift older fan back when she was singing? He wears Short, she wears short shorts, sneakers. You know, <laughs> she went, I wear sneakers. I, yeah, I like that, that era, then, but I wasn't as I like her more pop stuff. Like, I like her, you know, like mm-hmm. lover. I loved lover. I like, um, uh, shake it off. Welcome to New York. I like that whole album. Those you know, were some bangers. It, yeah. There's an album, that album, that 19, I think it's 1989. That album really got me through. Like, I remember listening to it on the subway, going to my fucking day job, like going, <laughs> like I having just broken up with my boyfriend of eight years. And I was like, I was like <laughs> listening to Taylor Swift and I'm like, this will get me through the day. You know, she's got yeah. away with people. She really does. I think she's very, I don't know. Genuine, I think, is the word I'm, I'm trying to. She's, you know, no bullshit. Well, she, she gave her hat to Kobe Bryant's daughter. Oh, that was so sweet. I that saw was, that. That was that was a really that was a really tender moment. I liked that. 
did you see the photo of like Kobe and her hugging like years ago at another show of hers? And then like it's no. like it's like mirrored and it's like the same. And then like his daughter. Oh, that was and then sweet. she gave and then she gave her a hug. Yeah. No, that was also, a good moment. Every celebrity, like you said before, it was at the concert in the last few days. Like people, Channing, you were like Channing Tatum because he was taking his daughter there. You know, it's it's always fun to see the celebrities now taking their children. They're, and the celebrities are from our generation. So we're like, oh my God, they have kids going to these shows? Like what? <laughs> That's nuts. I know. Gross. Did any Kardashians go to the Taylor Swift concert? Because I feel like interesting if they didn't this feels political now you know i'm like wait why wouldn't they support Taylor? it does you know who was controversial carly Kloss, because she's a part of the t swift friend uh okay the, the clan the friend group and uh but they had a falling out and then she made an appearance she showed face at the concert wow. so it's like are they back but i didn't see if a kardashian went i didn't see it i mean courtney courtney is looking like a gorgeous pregnant she is bumping out there so i mean she's she, bumping she's like i cannot I can only handle so many concerts. She honestly, I feel like she's really like embracing it so hardcore. And like, you know how some people are like, I mean, maybe oh, we're wrong. Maybe she's behind, you know, the camera. She's like, Ugh, I feel gross today. But yeah. like every photo I've seen of her, she's so confident. She's so put together. And she's yeah. just like, this is this is the best moment of my life. Like, it seems this like a happy it. moment for her when normally yeah. I would feel bad for someone who's pregnant. Because I'm like, oh, wow pants remember those like heavy yes yeah. yeah but she just seems to be like rocking it hardcore right all the she, bikinis all the yeah no she definitely does i mean I, i'm proud of her i love all the looks the looks are exciting me yeah the looks are exciting although i feel like we found out very late when she was pregnant like she's probably already had a baby or is having one like next week <laughs> we're watching what happened six months ago in live time yeah <laughs> i, I mean she's She's fully been at home taking care of the baby already. We have no idea. Or they're filming for the show. She can't release it yet. I feel like that happens with the Kardashians. Like there's yeah. a very strategic timeline and we're totally not in the regular timeline. Like even with all the skims drops and all this, like we're like, I have huh? no idea. I, oh, oh, wait, I have can I? absolutely no clue. I want to tell you something. I, I forgot to write this on our, our list of things to chat about, but you guys all probably know. Did you see yesterday? Um, Victoria's Secret did a drop. Did you see this? And it was like no. icons only, and it's all nudes, and it's there, and the? it's like Haley Bieber, and and they were like, and all the outlets were like, holy shit, this is a straight up ripoff from Skims, because remember Skims did like the icons, and they had all these celebrities, oh yeah, um, model for them, and this could be a good hot takes, and then Victoria's Secret l- legit like drops the same kind of campaign and everyone's like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know if you're seeing this, but so, uh, there's a little controversy. Yes, there oh, is. Yeah. So they, Oh my God. Recruits familiar supermodel faces. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, Oh my God. It's the OG. So it's like Giselle, Adriana Lima, Naomi Campbell. Wow. Oh yeah. It looks it looks exactly like skims. I know. And it's so funny because normally it, it, Victoria's Secret is like the OG of lingerie, right? Like totally. we oh, always yeah. that was another stop at the mall. And <laughs> right next to Limited 2, you just hit up Victoria's Secret. Yeah, yeah. Buy a giant padded bra, show up to choir class the next day. They all think you had like a breast implants <laughs> and I'm like, "Hell yeah, I did." <laughs> you guys um, have no idea. 
Anyone else? No, just me. Yeah, no. So it's interesting to see like Victoria's Secret, this giant, you know, corporate brand. Now that Skims is so fucking popular. They're like, "Mm, you know what? (laughs) We should probably do that. We should just probably do, uh, you know, nudes with famous models. I don't know. It's interesting. Can Kim, can Skims uh, sue Victoria's Secret? I don't know. Because you know. know what? You eventually you run out Probably. of campaign ideas. So I feel like you're not really copying because because Skims kind of took the idea from Spanx. So their campaigns have kind of resembled Spanx in a way, but like just more a little bit more risque. So now that Victoria's Secret is doing what Skims is doing, I don't know if there's kind of some conflict there, you know, but I have no idea. Our girl is a lawyer. Kimmy is a lawyer. <laughs> Kimmy you're can right. sue. She can sue whoever the hell she wants, and she should. <laughs> yeah, she wants to take somebody to court. She can literally take them to court. She intended down Victoria's Secret in a heartbeat. Are you kidding me? Their bras so not good anymore. They were good in the nineties. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you loved the padded bras, but now it's I just did. like skims. The less is more. Yes, less is more, you know, a thong and a little, a little, you know, a bikini top that doesn't even cover your nipples. That's what's in now, you know? Yeah, we just want like a little cheese it covering the nips. That's what you've been wearing nine months pregnant. (laughs) Show it off, baby. If you got it, show it. That's my (laughs) motto. Oh, speaking of Kardashian, happy birthday to the youngest, Kylie. the your favorite child. <laughs> I love Kylie so much. She's so creative. She's become such a business mogul. Aren't you so, so proud of cre- your sister? Yeah, I am. She has really done it up. I mean, she's so great. And she already told the press she wishes she didn't do breast implants. And I commend her on being so honest with all of her fans. I really do. But the crazy thing is, she still has the implants. She does. She does. But she wishes they weren't. But they look so good in all her photo shoots. It's like, why? Why? If it ain't broke. <laughs> it is crazy. I feel like I'm the most natural of your daughters and you like just don't respect it. I absolutely respect it. You have a beautiful body. I know Travis really respects it. He does. So does Scott He tells me all the time We're not bringing up that Slob kebab today (laughs) Wait, side note Scott was in the last season I don't know if you finished it Scott was in the season more than like Kylie Literally Than like half the family You know what it is Kendall Oh, Kendall for sure She's checked out I think it's that they uh, Yeah, the kids are over it So they gotta still get the old They're like all right, we gotta bring back somebody Let's bring back Scott And Scott's hanging on probably by By a A a floss thread So he's ready to come back It's so funny though Because they're literally random scenes They're like You wanna get lunch? Scott's coming to lunch The hell? (laughs) Like Like, what? He's so like Chloe and Kim and Scott You know they're Didn't still besties. Always, I kind of always thought maybe Scott and Chloe would one day get together, but like I don't I think that's allowed. Loved, yeah, it's sister code. But I loved their relationship. Like to me, that's a perfect relationship. Is when you're so goofy together, you uh, do prank calls together. You know what I mean? And you know what? Yeah. You, didn't, you didn't start. You started as best friends first. And then it just kind of grew naturally. And mm-hmm. you just know each other on such a deep level. It's not rooted in like 
obsession. You're not, it's not in the looks. It's in the, yeah. the soul, you know? And they're such a funny couple. And like, literally, trash can Tristan needs to go. Tristan's the whole finale. I can't wait he, for you to watch it. <laughs> yo, it is so, you know what is more heartbreaking? It's, it's honestly the downfall of the family is, is Chloe can't get a good man. And she is the, the best, best. Pr- like the best. She's the I best. Know. Honestly, you know, that whole joke about Kim going on The Bachelor, if Chloe yeah. became The Bachelorette, I'd watch the shit out of that, right? Give her all these, like, give her some fucking athletes, give her some mm. musicians, give her, give her all yeah. the, fa- you know, the, the guys yeah. who are already like famous in their own way, whatever, like, you know, Absolutely. producers. And, uh, I'd watch that. I would love, I, I would vote. Yeah. Do you vote? No, you don't vote. <laughs> like I'd vote for her. I'd vote for that. <laughs> I'd be there. You know, she just needs she needs to meet multiple different men from different professions, different personalities. And I think that she'll come to see that there is yeah. a lot more out there than just meets the eye. Then yeah. then her regular type. So Absolutely. I think that that's what needs to happen. And, you know, Bachelor News, Caitlin Bristow and Jason Tartrick. Dunzo, I know. I what was an, actually what a amicable. Uh, what an amicable breakup they did publicly. I like I know, it's weird when you have to write like something like we still support each other. We still, you know, know. continue to dog parent together. Like we, you know, it was the, like oh the dog parenting. That's that's hard. I mean, children obviously is harder to co-parent but uh the dogs though it's like you don't need to stay together for the dogs but you did get the dogs together so also there's two of them just each take one i don't know <laughs> i mean that would make sense to me it's a dog you know and, no. and i i love my dogs so i, but I you don't want to split wanna... them up that would be like a parent that's trap tr- moment that's sad. That true that's true they're gonna be looking um, for each other here's the thing though i feel like it's almost it almost feels like we don't know the real story of why they're breaking up because we I feel absolutely like, do not know. Don't they have a, they have a podcast together. They do a lot of, you know, appearances together. They're like, yeah. I always liked their vibe. It was friendly. I will say like from the clips I've seen of their podcast, I'm like, Oh, they're like friends, brother, sister. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I wish them both. Well, they're both, they're both nice, fun, hot people, you know? Um, they started going they were, on a lot of vacations separate. Like Jason was like, I'm in Austin. Comment three things I should do. And I was like, somebody who's in a relationship ain't looking for things to do in Austin. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> he's alone. <laughs> Maybe yeah. one of them has a new partner and we just aren't going to know about it for like a couple months because it's going to look bad. <sighs> you know, again, the timeline of, of the way people post, you know, this was a crafty breakup. Like it was like a time. They I were know. like. Okay, Tuesday, 9 a.m. We will <laughs> we have drop to release this. the statement. Yeah, then it becomes it feels more the, the relationship feels like a social media campaign than any than any more emotional private situation. And it's sad in our day and age that now celebrities feel like they have to announce it to the world. Yeah. Um so it's it's Sandra Bullock. She made me Ugh. think that she was that that was heartbreaking is that she kept he kept his battle totally private. And then now it's the release. The statement is released. And it's like, oh, my God, we had no idea that he was going through I that. Know. And like for the last three years, she was his like primary caretaker like that. Like that's to abandon, like not abandon, but to like put everything on hold, on you know, hold. like your whole life. And she has kids and 
she's a fucking Oscar winning actress. And to be yeah. to like, that's just love. That's full on like to be able to just drop everything and take care of yeah. someone you love, even in their dying days. Like that's admirable. I don't know if I could do it. I'd be like hiding under <laughs> a desk like i'm sorry i can't handle this emotionally right now she's strong oh my god she's the most strong i'm I'm obsessed with her and you just when you thought you're like oh my god i'm obsessed with sandra on screen no no once you hear these stories you fall in love with her you're like this is the this she's the strongest she's not only miss congeniality in movies but in real life in real life yeah um she's the best okay on that sad note we're gonna take a quick break but we'll be right back. All right, we're back. We'll bring them back up. We got we got bring a little sad there. In. The news has only been sad this week. It's really fucked up. You know, shout out to people in Hawaii. Stay stay safe if you can. And like, oh my gosh, oh God, I. I don't you love that I went like we're gonna bring you back up anyway? Did you guys hear? Uh, Maui what was is th- what burning. Was that? <laughs> I'm what sorry. That? <laughs> I mean, we do need to we do need to uh, offer our I mean absolute prayers out to Hawaii. That the, the yeah. videos that I'm seeing are absolutely so scary. I hope everybody's okay. People people have actually passed. That's how scary it is. So so we can, even, we, can we can put a link to donate in our in our description. Oh, we should. I also want to just say, you know, I've seen some TikToks of people being like, "Oh my god, I was supposed to go on vacation in Hawaii, and like oh. there's like fires." And I'm like, people live there and are actually like in danger. <laughs> Shut the fuck up people. about you got you got a flight to Hawaii. You could go again. You know, tasteless, absolute, yeah. no class, just taking it for granted. Listen, look, Hawaii is the most. One of the most sought after destinations, but we forget. Yeah, people live there. It's they people call it home, and it yeah. just goes to show you how much we just abuse the planet. I was supposed to be on vacation today, but here I am in my mom's closet recording big wigs like a champ, like and, a big and wig. listen to this. You didn't hear Anna complain about it. No, I'm complaining now. Actually, I decided it, it made me think of it. And then I was like, wait, you're sad, too. You're supposed to be in Paris today. I, I thought about it, Anna. And I was like, I'm so proud of her for not bringing it up. She really <laughs> is. And she's like, I'm actually supposed to be on vacation in Paris. I'm so- a Gemini. I'm going to think about it. It's OK. Paris will be there. You know, although how fun. Nicole, our friend Nicole is there right now. She would have been there the same days as me. Nicole Travolt. You guys could have you guys could have gone together. I just responded I'm- to her stories this morning because she was eating a delicious croissant and I was like bish you make it look so good Mm. I know well yeah uh anyway I'm not I'm in my mom's closet which is a nice closet it's big it is I like it it's the the wall panels that you put in the installation I guess it's just there's just closet there's just doors there's it's a whole but it goes floor to ceiling so it's yeah sort of connected to the wall okay all right yes Oh yeah, it's all built in. It's not like yeah, th- that's what I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Also, My parents like live in a loft, addition. so it's like there's no privacy. You know, everyone's listening to us right now. Although by I everyone, that. I mean Jared. My dad might be here. I don't know. My mom's not here, but it's no privacy here. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I no, I lo- I truly love that. I'm back in Chicago. I just got back here because I flew out to L.A. for the show I'm shooting. We had to do some reshoots and I got to see some cuts, guys. And I'm actually I thought I was going to look like an absolute loser McGoober. You know how you have to be 
it, it, so it's it's a hosting gig, so I'm on I'm on screen, and I'm like, and now we're gonna throw it over to you guys after we talk about. Oh yeah. So it, it's a little stand y but um, I got to add some jokes in there, so. It's been fun, but they told me it's coming out in November and I was thinking, oh my God, that's the quickest turnaround for a show. So I'll be able to release like some clips once we actually get like a teaser, but um, yeah. Nice. So it was, it, was a lot of, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I'll be on, <laughs> I've already announced, I'll be on Fubo TV because I, I think Fubo TV is, is, uh, my show will be there too. Funny. In September. I think Anna, September Anna, this 7th. isn't fucking about you right now. It's about me. Listen, I'm sorry. We're both just successful hosts <laughs> on 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 fake networks. <laughs> listen, listen. We're literally just trying to show you guys that we're so fucking successful. Well, I was jealous. I'm like thinking, wow, I'm jealous you got to watch yourself. I'm going to look like an asshole and I haven't seen a single thing. I haven't seen a single clip. No one's shown me a zip. No one has. You got to hit up um, the guy because, yeah, you got to you got at least. Well, no, we rarely get to see anything before it comes out. But it just so happened that I had to go do some VOs for it. And the producer was like, by the way, we, we started putting it together. And I was like, oh, my God, can I see some? And, nice. Yeah. So but Wait, usually, how, else yeah, was definitely... it, how was L.A. otherwise? Did you do anything fun besides the work? It, it was so quick. I got there Monday night, flew out Wednesday morning. So it was just like a really quick turnaround, but it was 90. We were shooting outside. It was, so it was definitely, I started, I started losing myself there by the fourth hour of, of like reciting lines on camera, but it was fun. I saw the Barbie movie with my girl, Irene. Uh, how was it? You just saw it. Was it was fun. I just you like? saw it. I'm late. I, I, I loved it. I, I read some reviews and I just thought it was all over the place but i was fully entertained the full time i mean it was the the visuals it was like my imagination was coming to life with with barbie world like barbie land yeah. was crazy i want to yeah. know how they shot that i know it was like fake but real but like it, yeah it yeah. was like such a it was art it was real it was, art it was art yeah and the beginning was a little interesting it was kind of like a dark beginning and with the baby smashing the baby dolls well that's like a nod to Mike, do you know? I can't remember who the director is. That's a nod to a certain film, to to like a certain film genre. Um, oh, that, she, that gr- the Greta that that Greta's like, done in the past, or that she likes? No, no, no. It's like a famous director who does all the like intros to the movies, like that, like oh. out in the desert, and it's like the middle of nowhere, and like yeah, that's awesome. Was, that's I can't remember who, and Jared will for sure listen to this episode and correct <laughs> us in a week. Of course, of in course. A week. Definitely. Yeah, no, that's that's really cool. You know, th- these are the little insider things that that I want to talk to somebody about because they you know, everybody has their own take of it. And then they also are like, no, this is actually a throwback to this. And but there were so many little seeds. But I will say that I, I've been feeling not empty, but I just been feeling like loss of direct Stanley Kubrick. Stanley yes, it's Kubrick. A, it's a nod to the Stanley. And it makes sense because I don't know if you remember, like Kubrick did um like The Shining and like that slow mo oh. like beating of the baby was so like that kind of like crazy like lava weird scene with the old dead naked lady. Um anyway. <laughs> Creepy. Yeah. It was no, like a nod really to cool. his style in the beginning, which yeah. Okay, yeah, I want to go. Feeling I want to go back and said? watch that. Not empty. Um, I would say lack of direction. The world's just been crazy right now with the yeah. with the strikes and the feeling like we're not enough all the time. And then there was the pandemic, so we're trying to come back from that. And 
just hearing America Ferreira's whole monologue speech that was just it's exactly right. what I needed to hear. And after I turned to Irene and I was like, how did you feel about that? She was like, girl, bitch, that's exactly what I needed to hear. And I was just thinking, yeah. wow. So everybody it kind of completed. She there was like little nuggets in her monologue that I think related to everybody, at least something somebody could resonate with whatever she said. And uh, and I loved it. And then I just thought Ryan Gosling was just like so perfect and cute and funny and he's just so good at every role like he just yeah. so effortlessly and i'm so jealous of his ability i don't even get me started yeah. on on margo i mean <laughs> she's flawless she really she really flawless. she is my barbie um no she was great i loved america for her and i i want to i want to read that speech again because i've seen like little clips of it you know mm-hmm, what i mean mm-hmm. and i'm like i need to like hear it again or read it again it's yeah. almost like you know i i want a I want a t-shirt with it. Like, you know how yes. I want I want a t-shirt with like the Nicole Kidman AMC monologue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. You know, we heard that one at the beginning of Barbie. I was like, and here we go. I know people yeah. clap more louder for that than Barbie than the actual movie in Insane. my screening. In- insane. <laughs> insane. I need just like I needed the Jersey Shore last night at Club Bed. <laughs> yes. I need it on a t-shirt and I need America Forever speech. Yeah. They make, um, shout out to fashion brand company. I saw they make a dress that has the entire AMC speech written down. Wow. I kind of want to buy it, but it is expensive. (laughs) I was like, wait, I don't know if I want it that bad, but I want it. I mean, what, what kind of expensive are we talking? You know, it's like over a hundred bucks probably to buy a dress that says the speech of, of, Nicole Kidman in like glitter, you know. I'm like, do I really need wow. that? Wow, that's pretty iconic, though. I know, I know, because it's such a funny fucking speech. And then you know, like when you wear something with a graphic, and people are like, "What is, what, what is, is that? that? What does that say?" It's such such a conversation starter. I know. Although I'm wearing my Virgin Who Can't Drive hat the other day, and a man on the street <laughs> literally was like, "What did he call me? Oh, virgin Who Can't Drink? Damn, that sucks." <laughs> <laughs> Like, what are you an incel that is not the conversation starter you want no a virgin and I was who like, can't drive. it's virgin who can't drive bitch and it's from clueless <laughs> i take no prisoners are you kidding i am no don't even try she can't drive but she does have road rage i do um wait i want to hear your story you had a story dre text me she's like i met the horse courier. wait for it wait courier? for it what courier I know what they're I'm That's- I'm sitting in ru- in route to LA and I always request um aisle seat just cuz easy access you can get in out to the bathroom you can yeah, stretch I your like legs. an aisle too. I like an aisle. So I'm sitting middle though cuz it was a last minute booking and I have an older gentleman to my right, younger gentleman to my left and the older gentleman starts, you know, asking us questions. Oh, and no. he's going in and he's a talker. All, he's a talker and he was quiet at first but he started the convo and I go, "Oh, here we go." So <laughs> he's asking us all these questions. He's telling us I know he has six kids. I know his who is what his wife does. I know everything about this man's life and he's asking us same questions like getting to know us. And finally we get to the meat of the story, which is the guy to my the younger man to my left he said oh i'm a horse courier i go "Eh?" he's like yeah i was in the army i went to did a couple tours afghanistan and now um i uh, i'm a flight engineer and i got into i live in kentucky and i transport metal horses and show horses across the country i got a couple out i travel over to dubai so he's 
transporting million dollar metal winning horses in these aircraft. I thought you meant metal horses and real horses. Like I thought you (laughs) meant like, like literally like a statue of a horse. And I was like, Oh wow. Real and art. Like, Oh, what a, is the the body must be the same width. I I was like, so confused. He he does taxidermy horses and that's what he flies across the country. So these people take them, they fly them out to the place where they want to pick up the horses and then they do the race and then they, they fly the horses back to their original home stables. But his clients, he showed me pictures and I was like, you're lying that, that you transport these people, these people's horses. And he's like, the people don't even really know the horses, but horses can be a crazy investment because you buy the horse at like a million dollars. Then you take them and they start winning all these competitions. They're show horses. They can get up to a pr- that, that their cost is now their worth is like twelve million dollars. So he was like, yeah, so get ready for this. He flies. Bill Gates's horses. Bill Mo effing Gates. I said, sir, you're you're absolutely lying. He's like, no, you want me to show you the pictures? I was like, okay, sure. Wait, can I ask though? I I need I I need some clarification. So like Bill Gates doesn't have a plane that the horses just walk onto, like a private plane, or do they? And this guy goes on the plane with the horses and like keeps them keeps them safe on a up in the air or something. (laughs) <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He he's the one that's a he wrangles them, gets them on to the uh, to the flight if they need a break in between because sometimes it's like super long flights between Europe and so he they do the landing, he'll feed them and make sure they're okay. But like what an interesting job. Like what? It's it's crazy. So Bill Gates and then he goes and then I got a couple of Kaylee Cuoco's horses. She's a big horse, uh, you know, you know, she, her, her and her ex-husband, they were, they love horses. And, um, her horse, he shows me, he's like, this one's named Dottie. I can't remember this one's name. Then one of the horses is such a huge champion. It's worth up to like $12 million because it's like so many, uh, I don't know, uh, championships for being a show horse. And I'm thinking, how do you even get into horses? You have to be either born into it, but Kaylee Cuoco married into it, and then she just had an interest in it, so she started buying and selling horses. But it's such That's a it's such a wild rich person hobby, you know. I never, I was never a horse girl. I they're they're so big no. and scary. No, did you, were you ever a horse girl in your life? No, I went to horse. I did horse camp, and then I loved it. And so we uh, we would clean the horses' hooves, and we would ride them around, and like the. Horse camp was kind of cool, but I was never the type of girl that I wasn't I wasn't racing horses because that's a really expensive hobby for a kid. <laughs> I, so expensive. I, at my camp, there was the horse stables and, you know, some yeah. of the rich girls would have their horses couriered to Maine for the summer. And, it's insane uh, the fact that this is a person's job, though, because you just hear it like, oh, we just fly the horses. You're like, oh, yeah, they're just in steerage. No, no, no. Somebody's doing the job. Yeah, crazy. that is so crazy. But anyway, I went to my camp for 10 summers. Eight as a camper, two as a counselor. That's 10 total. I went in the stables when I was a counselor once. I went in. I was like, I've never been here. I don't even think it. Actually, I might have just gone in during a reunion. I literally had never been in the stables. And all the little girls were their riding boots and their, and their oh, tight yeah, leggings. The look, and they were like, the look, yeah. my horse was couriered here from Connecticut. And I'm like, okay, what? Her family has money. Yeah, but yeah. I never... You didn't have to have a horse like they had horses like for the Mm -hmm. summer. They had horses there. But like I never did it. (laughs) I think I rode a horse for like a fair once like in my hometown, you know, like at the at the fair where they had like ride a horse around the circle for like, you know, a minute or something. It's a it's an insane. uh, You have to be 
to actually gallop on a horse, insane talent. Like like the balance, your let your quad, the trust. muscle, the trust and your leg muscles are just insane. The quads. Yeah. So this man was not buff at all, but I get he used to he used to be a military. Um, he was a he was a soldier. <laughs> You're like, so you just take them. You don't ride them. <laughs> the muscles have gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, jockeys are actually so tiny. They're like four foot six. They have to be so like nimble and tiny to be up on those yeah. horses. That's it's very, that's- very impressive. So that was the uh, the most interesting. One of the most interesting um, passengers I've sat actually next to. And thanks to Mr. David on my right, who was asking us all these questions. We just had the most inside scoop of each other's lives. And I, mm-hmm. I hate talking about myself on planes, so I'm just like, I just kept asking questions about the horses. I was like, so who else do you take? He's like, oh, Arabian princes horses. Um, <laughs> Yeah, Kaylee Cuoco, I got a lot of hers. And I, I really wanted to ask him what his salary is. I'm dying to know how much money oh he makes. Oh my God, going in. What do you I'm make? going in. Like, what, like I'm, I'm so like I'm, curious, you know, so my industry's <laughs> on strike. I'm trying to figure yeah. out some other hobbies. You know, how much money yeah. could I make? Flying a horse to fucking Saudi Arabia. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what do you think? He showed me the inside of the of the planes, how the horses sit in there. I'm like, what? how yeah, do how they much, sit? Um, like if you're rich and you have horses, like do they have a nice travel like yeah. situation? They put them or in this it? little uh, travel stable. It's this big tin metal, actually metal titanium looking stable. And they actually stand the whole time. They're just eating and he fills their water bowls and then they pull put up this big stable into the back into the plane they like roll it up on wheels wow do they drug them they probably have to a little right he said he doesn't i was like do they get affected do their ears hurt do they get any affected by the pressures and he was like no they're pretty chill it's like oh i guess they don't even know because dogs can sometimes sense i don't know they feel a little weird but i'm always thinking bigger animals wouldn't they freak out yeah he said no they're chill (laughs) okay interesting wow i love that Remember when I sat on a plane? Didn't I tell you I sat on a plane next to a, a an Orthodox Jew who who they was tried praying. to convert you? No, I'm already Jewish. <laughs> who was but praying? But to Orthodox Jew to an even more sect no. of Judaism that's way yeah. more strict. Yeah, no? he was okay. praying like literally had his Torah out like his you know Haggadah out the whole time and was praying and I was like it's so funny because I'm like like we were saying before I people think I'm like Italian like that you know they don't know necessarily what your background is or whatever and I was sitting there eating like flaming hot Doritos and <laughs> which is like so not kosher I'm no. literally like feet up flaming hot Doritos my hands are covered in shit and I'm sitting there thinking wow this guy doesn't even know we are we are one huh we are the same um it was a really funny. It was an interesting situation because I, I wish like, I got a picture of that because that's a classic. That's like Jew- Jews coming together. Yeah, we come in all shapes and sizes. We <laughs> eat all different kinds of snacks. <laughs> like he wouldn't even eat anything on the plane. You know, he had his own like kosher food and everything. Oh and, yeah, it, and I was like full on like, can I get another ginger ale? <laughs> Shuffling <laughs> oh, down. Some I was Doritos. like in a middle seat too. Ugh, yeah. You just made me think as I'm flying, I think, on Tuesday. And I was like, fuck, I don't know what seat I'm in. I got to change that. I got to make that that an aisle, please. If I'm flying alone, always. Yeah. Yeah. You got to make it an aisle. You know what? I always forget to do that. So you're en route to the airport as I'm checking in. And then you realize there's no more seats available. Oh, there is one for $150. You can upgrade to like yeah. seat three. <laughs> Who's doing that? I saw you balled out with your Mid-ball little cheese plate. Day. That was that was nice. 
I balled out. You, sometimes you have to. After Oh, my God. After a long, either you're shooting or you just had a really long trip. You're hung over. Oh, my God. Best believe I'm getting a cheese plate. It's not free, <laughs> though, but it's not $20. It was $11, which I thought was That's pretty. Not bad. It was pretty affordable for uh, for the cheese. It was, it was good cheese. I wanted to do a big wig bites. How are you feeling about that? Did you eat anything in Chicago? You're in Chicago. You're traveling Chicago, L.A., Miami. Wait, Chicago. Hmm. Did you eat anything good? I was just going to say you didn't even mention Lollapalooza. We we haven't seen you since your raging uh, days at the festival. Lala. How was it? Was, it? Everything? Yeah, it, everything I could have thought. It was so many people, though. It was packed, and it was supposed to be gorgeous weather, but it ended up being a little drizzly, so people were falling on their ass. It was gra- It was wet spots. It was It was muddy. So people were getting a little messy, but it was great. It was It was very fun. But uh, my bones hurt afterwards because it <laughs> It was a long, long day. It was. You're out there. You're day. You're you're vibing out and then you just realize yeah, I've been drinking and you run to the bathroom. There's a lot of 20,000 over 20,000 steps that day. Oh my God. Mazel Which, tov. Thank you. You know, we check your <laughs> steps and you're like, damn, that's crazy. But you, you forget what you're, what you're doing out there. Yeah. That's, I thought you were going to say 20,000 people. I didn't expect you to count your steps during your music festival. <laughs> I'm like, damn. You just, you look on your phone your neck the next day when you're like in bed, you're like, Oh my God, how many steps? And if, if it's, if it hits over 15 K, yeah, it's a pretty pretty long day, nice. but we had yeah over twenty. No, but four hundred thousand people um, <gasps> bought tickets for Lala, so it was a it's a humongous festival on the water. It's crazy. That's crazy. I've never been to a it's music big. festival. I don't know that I would go unless I have like really VIP like ex- like side seats. <laughs> yeah, the the thing that does get frustrating is you can never get where you want to go. You got to be behind the crowds. You're shuffling like that's kind of just, but it's a part of the, the whole package of the event. It is. It's one of those things, but when you're with a big group of people, you make it a big thing. It could be fun. Yeah. I love it. Other than that, but uh, Odessa, if you ever, I don't know, he's just an amazing performer. He's got like the drummers. It's a whole experience. The drummers are on stage. They got the fireworks, the fire starters, and it's like an immersive. You're like, whoa. It's very Sick. out there, though. Nice. Yeah. Um, it was cool. I forgot. I about love that. how different our weeks were. You're like at a music festival. <laughs> She's going to shoot in LA. She's at going to a wedding. I do you know what I've done all week? My dad made he bakes bread every day. I've eaten bread. I love this about your every father. Yeah. Fucking day. Like so much bread. Like I'm like, I'm like, will what do you guys I do with the bread? Bit in pan. We just eat it. That's all we do. It's out. Like we just have like he has like a sourdough loaf out a day and we just like keep cutting it. We do olive oil. We do butter, whatever. My dad bakes so much bread and it's so good. Like we went to a restaurant last night, uh, like a nice restaurant. All of you guys are sticks, though. I don't think you eat any gluten. I'm I'm, I'm actually your parents are this combined. It's crazy. (laughs) I just did. I showed my pinky. That's how small they are. I'll say everyone eats the bread, but my mom. I don't think my mom's had mm. any. Maybe she tried it. She took any like carbs? A bite. Yeah, she <laughs> yeah. took a little bite. But no, we like we all just have been eating bread nonstop. That's why I got to get out of here for three days. I'm like I'm I'm like gonna blow up <laughs> any second now. It's all gonna hit. You're gonna be like, oh, it hit. It hit. It takes I a couple it. days. <laughs> but 
I'm like, I'm sitting at home. I'm eating bread. Maybe a little butter if we get crazy, mm. you know? Whoa. That's literally my week. That I mean, but, hey, that still sounds exciting to me. After the week I had, now that's all I want to do. Yeah. Chill out, eat some bread. Did you have you a big wing bite, well. though? I did have a big wing bite. I've had a lot of croissants. I will shout out ICI and Oui. Like, yes, in French, Oui. Oui, oui. Oh, um, Oui, oui. Got it. There are two places in Old City. ICI is one of them. I and see. we is the other one. And they have all these. They both they're separate. They're not owned by the same people whatsoever. I'm actually saying two places that are probably huge competitors and they make the best fucking croissants I've mm. had outside of Paris. Like, I'm not even kidding. They're Whoa. so they're so good. And like flavor, like different flavors, not just a plain, not just an almond, you know, the ICI does this ABC, okay? An ABC. It's an almond banana chocolate. Stop. Stop. I thought it was going to be have- anything but croissant. I don't know why. It was like ABC. No, so, honey. It's all of the fillings. Almond. What was the banana, second one? Banana. Chocolate. And that's then, absurd. That's absurd. It's so good. They even do savory ones. I kind of want to try. They have a mushroom cheesesteak one that's vegan, so I can eat cheesesteak. Yeah, a croissant with a cheesesteak inside. Like what? And then the other place, we okay. The other day I went, <laughs> and I probably shouldn't have eaten this because I'm lactose intolerant. And I don't really do dairy, but honestly, sometimes Whatever. I suffer. I suffer for like a cupcake. You know, they had a cookies and cream croissant, and it was like coated in like. Oreo crumble and then the inside was literally like cookies and cream out of this fucking world. It was messy as hell, but I I'm still thinking about it. And I even said to Jared, after I record, I might I might go get another croissant. He's like, really? You're still we thinking a, about it. We ate a, two loaves of sourdough bread in the last 48 hours. You're thinking <laughs> Not about enough. a croissant? <laughs> Wasn't enough. <gasps> You're making me so hungry for a croissant though those sound amazing that's a that's a big way i bet you could find a good one in chicago right there's got to be a good Probably. one near you i don't know chicago i've never been i've never been i think it'd be a fun a fun trip for us it's um it's a gorgeous gorgeous city but i, I feel like they have a they're more of that um meat and potatoes they're out here in the the kraut dogs like they they're yeah it's midwest so yeah i'm sure i could find though down you know down in the city hell yeah a fancy um, croissant all right. Well, well, you're basically in Paris then. I'm sorry that you're not you. in Paris now. I but- said it last night at dinner. I was like, wow, oh, it's, it's like I'm in Paris because we're at a French <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> they all looked at me like, okay, Debbie Downer, calm the fuck Things down. Things a lot. Eat your escargot and yeah. STFU. I want to say one thing before we go. I just want to give you guys an update on my dog because I was pretty dark and sad last week, right? I feel like I should I should update the Definitely. people. Definitely. No one knows. And they all say they all send me really sweet messages wishing, you know, Bobby Flay well. And that's so nice. He's doing well, honestly, like day to day. He you know, it's really scary because when a doctor says he's going to not know what's wrong with him, he feels fine. It's like a ticking time bomb in him that could just go off. I'm like, okay, great. That makes everyone feel better. Um, 
but we did do a round of chemotherapy and it's different in a dog. Yeah. We did it. He has another one on Tuesday. So it's every other week for like six weeks. If we do the full thing, you know, we kind of wanted to see how he responds to it. So he did his first chemotherapy and he's been okay. I mean, it's, I'd say his appetite's a little off, but it's not like what they do in humans, you know, where you're Mm -hmm. like kind of signing off to like all of those really harsh, um, side effects, you know, which are really scary, but like he, you know, the, the goal is to keep them comfortable. So it's, you know, they don't do as much as they would in a human. Um, but he's been good. He seems like, okay. And maybe chemo will keep him alive for longer. You know, we've already beat the odds of the 11 day, uh, average of lifespan after finding out you have a heart tumor. So anyway, all of your well wishes and, you know, prayers, I think are paying off right now, you know, knock on wood, but he seems, he seems okay. So I don't, I don't want to, I'm not going to fly with him, but he's going to come to New York with me today. We're going to see his regular vet tomorrow because he needs to get like a checkup in between the treatments to kind of see where his blood work is at and whatever. It's a lot and it's very expensive. So uh, I know yeah. and he's a little guy. He's so little. He's so sweet. I know, but I'm so happy that he's doing well though. And at least he's not in pain. That is the, the hardest thing is to see your pets in pain. So uh, if he doesn't know anything that's wrong. Yeah. And chemo, chemo isn't as painful. Like he's, it doesn't have the same effects as it has, does on humans. Yeah. I, I mean, it's like a whole day thing. Like we mm-hmm. did it because he was already there doing all these tests. And then they were like, if you want to do it, it's like 30 more minutes and, you know, X amount of dollars more and sort of money goes out the window at this point, you know, like what? So, <laughs> right. I mean, so we did it. And I hope hopefully, I mean, we don't know yet if he's responding, you know, how he's responding to it, like in terms of like the actual cancer. But mm-hmm. it's if it is cancer, it might not be. It's, it's you know, they can't really test it, but this is what they believe it to be. So anyway, don't I sound like a doctor giving everyone an update? Well, so he's doing okay, but he's has our life. Has my life been uprooted and fucked? Yes, but we'll figure it out. Um, and who knows where my base home base city will be right now? Who knows? Not Philly. I can tell you that. I don't want it to be. Not Philly with the sourdough. But oh. we may get you back in New York. We'll see. We'll see. If so, until then, good croissants there. Yeah, oh, we definitely do have good croissants there. Uh, until then, we can't wait to announce our exciting big wig news. And stay tuned. Follow us on the YouTube's. Follow us on the Instagrams. We appreciate your guys's love always. And, and we owe you a crappy lake episode. We, we were gonna do. We're gonna do it this week. We're gonna do our five episodes five and six, which. Um, I'm excited about. Oh, you know who we need to have on to do Crappy Lake with us? Darren Carp. Darren hosted the the watch with Lou Sh- and Sonia last Whoa. night on Peacock. And I like Go Darren. Okay. I was like, oh my God, you're with our girls. Like literally with them. Um do, yeah, st- she would totally be down. We gotta get her on oh, the yeah. show. I already told her. I already told Amazing. her. I was like, we're we're recapping Crappy Lake. You're coming on. So we got in. to. So, so in. Uh, yeah. Okay, great. Love you. I'm so happy Bobby's feeling better. And I'll be texting you. you and love you guys. Be a big wig. 